previously on my best friend's journal. And like pulled the back of my bathing suit out a little bit. It just floated on up to the top. <laughs> and uh, the neighborhood friend was like, oh my God. <laughs> I yeah. will be going to New York City Pride next weekend. Oh, fuck you, man. I told you you could come, and you you made plans with your husband. You're going on a vacation. Just came out on HBO Max. It is Generation. Generation's on HBO. Generation, which I was screaming about maybe a month or two ago. It's called Hacks. H-A-C-K-S. Michaela was so drunk. Some people come in and were like, hey, uh, does the girl sleeping on the lawn belong to you guys? <laughs> Douching left and right, morning, <laughs> noon, and night. <laughs> um, I am constantly full of water. <laughs> Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past It's called my best friend's journal Let's start this damn podcast Let's sing this theme a little longer first It's someone's favorite podcast Yes, and The world's greatest podcast Oprah's favorite podcast Hello, you little moose knuckle. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> That's a new one for us. I know, but it's uh, it really brings out a certain imagery, and I like it. I think it's a good nickname. It does. There's a certain uh, influencer on Instagram who yesterday posted the moose knuckliest picture I've ever seen on Instagram. I was like, oh, God. And no sooner had I seen it than one of my other gay friends sent me a screenshot of it. He just said, the knuckle's out. <laughs> I love that, like, one way or the other, it was going to get to you. Everyone was like, Cam needs to see this. <laughs> I have a reputation for appreciating a bulge. What can I say? Not a bad thing. How are you, friend? I'm so good. How are you? Great. Thanks. Uh, before we get any further, I'm Mike. That's I'm Cam. I'm Cam. Mm. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Cam was so disappointed. I'm sorry. I'll let you introduce yourself. Okay, start it again. Start it again. I'm Mike. I'm Cam. And this is my, my best friend's, friend's journal. Journal. Were we alternating or are we going to do it at the same time? We Man, we're not on the same page today. This is going to be awful. <laughs> uh, how's your week been? How are things in Philadelphia? Oh, my week has been lovely. I feel like there is so much to talk about. Um, but before I get into all the things and ask you about all mm-hmm. the things, mm-hmm. can I tell you, yesterday I hung out with my friend who is 39 weeks pregnant, like quite pregnant. and That's like as pregnant as it gets, right? <laughs> What's full, uh, That's at least 40 full term. Weeks. Yeah, she's, the baby okay. is fully baked. It... it should come uh-huh. out in a week and then past that they will elect uh-huh. to induce that baby they out of stick there. A, they, they stick like a toothpick in to make sure nothing <laughs> sticks to it, right? Like a cake? Uh-huh. So fully baked. <laughs> <laughs> um, she made a joke that if the baby's not out in a week, it, it will be evicted. And I said, well, you're going to have to wait till July 31st because the Supreme Court just upheld the moratorium on evictions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she really appreciated that hot political take on her very, very pregnant body. She's very unamused. Um, but she's so pregnant that we, our little friend group, thought that yesterday when I was seeing her, she might give birth. Um, mm-hmm. And her, her mucus plug may fall out and I may be oh, responsible oh, for... Oh, no. 
<laughs> no, no, do not say mucus plug. Uh, mucus Michael. plug was the phrase of the day yesterday. She said it and we could not stop saying it. I think it's so funny. It is before 12 o'clock noon. You are not allowed to say mucus plug to me. <laughs> that is a rule. I am I'm putting it in the bylaws of our My Best Friends Journal LLC agreement. LLC? Oh, yeah, I formed an LLC. I own 100% of this company. Well, that sucks. <laughs> I feel like the distribution of this is not fair. Um <laughs> I didn't really know the mucus plug was a thing, but apparently it comes out when the baby's ready. Anywho, Keeps all the juices up in there. Helps the baby not dry out, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> Lest you give birth to a raisin. Um, I... <laughs> I was relieved. I was like, please don't have this baby while I'm here. I don't I don't mm-hmm. want to be responsible. But I was like, I mean, worst case scenario, I'm I'm driving you to the hospital, so at least someone's here. My friend Amy, fuckface Amy, seemed to think that the only option was if the baby if she goes into labor, then I have to deliver the baby. I was like, why <laughs> why would I not first go to the hospital? why do you think first step is me delivering the baby? Can we just rewind really quick and talk about the fact that the last thing a pregnant lady wants is your anxious ass driving her to the hospital at twenty miles an hour? <laughs> Call an ambulance. No way. That's expensive. The adrenaline would, would pump in and I'm sure we'd get there. But honestly, what would you rather? Me deliver the baby or me drive you to the hospital? Assuming you're the pregnant See, woman. none of the above. <laughs> Spend 20 grand on the ambulance. Okay. I, I see what this yeah. is. Hey, you know what? I'm pretty sure she has health insurance. So it would cover at least most of that when if she was in labor. Um, also, it was my understanding that you were there for a pool day, right? Like, were you swimming? Was she, like, in the pool? Because so much grosser. It's like, all I can think about is your tiny turd that you let out that one time. Uh, the mucus plug just bobbing to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for a pool day, and this is this is why it came about. We were talking about the where uh-huh. the mucus plug would be would be floating. Anyway, <laughs> I think we've hit the mucus plug limit on this episode. So the whole point of me telling you about this was that uh-huh. I'm happy she did not go into labor because obviously I would have had to talk about that, and I feel like there's so much other stuff we need to catch up on. It's been a big week, such as. Oh, well, you know, we both went away. I went to New York for the weekend. You went to Mexico for the week. I want to hear all about that. But before we get into it, I believe this will be our gayest moments of the week. Gay, 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 gay. So as I mentioned, uh, I went to Pride last weekend in New York and it was so fun. It was, it felt like the good old days. It was really, really, really lovely. Um, it oh, was, good. That's exactly what we want to hear. It was packed full of events i felt like i felt like a teenager again it was very fun i think i um overestimated the amount i could handle um like we planned to go see the van gogh dick wise dick wise yeah i was trying to get three in there and it just wasn't working um (laughs) logistically like how how do you stack three dicks together three dicks one hole and me (laughs) (laughs) you're broken anyway (laughs) Uh, my friend Nick and I first planned to go see the Van Gogh exhibit at like 10 a.m. So I left. You planned a fucking museum trip on Pride Weekend? It wasn't. It's the. Have you seen the ads for this Van Gogh exhibit? It's not a museum. It's like the virtual thing. The traveling one? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He had tickets and he it just happened to be the same weekend. So we decided to make it work and I'm glad we did. It's super cool. I recommend it. Um, anyway, we did that. But then we had a plan for a Pride party at, that began at 11 but had like a two hour line before that. So my God. And also he lives in New Jersey now. So we had no like home base in the city. So we got changed in the car. We like saw Cruella in the middle of the day to like have time to, to sit and breathe. Shut up. You didn't tell me that. That's oh, gay. Yeah. Who was it? It was gay. Um, not my gayest moment because Lord knows I'm full of them this week. It was, <laughs> it was, um, 
shockingly entertaining. We went specifically to, well, mostly because it was the right timing when, when we needed to sit down um, and get some air. But also we were like, we can kind of sleep through it, just a place to sit. And I literally like tried to close my eyes to like prepare for the night. Um, and I like You tried couldn't. to take a disco nap in the middle of a movie? <laughs> But it was actually very entertaining. I kept like finding that I was opening my eyes because I wanted to see what was happening. It was it was visually pleasing and like not nearly as bad as I expected, to be honest. Um, and I heard Emma Stone was great. I still really want to see it. Yeah, she was she was lovely. You should definitely see it. I, I recommend. Um, won't change your life, but you know it'll be pleasing for the afternoon. Anyway, not my gayest moment. After the movie, we went to go back to Nick's car. He had driven and parked in the city to change like you know, 16 year old who left the house in one outfit that their parents approved mm-hmm. of and had to change into one their parents couldn't see, mm-hmm. um, to put or on vagrants. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, we had to put on our pride outfits for the evening and I'm really glad you didn't wear your pride party wear to see Cruella. It would have been way too cold in that air conditioned theater. <laughs> um, <laughs> so earlier in the day, we went to all the little gay stores in New York. There's like, you know, all the stores that are specifically mesh crop tops and like the thongs and mm-hmm. shit. Shitty and, underwear. Yeah. There were so many last minute gays. It felt like Black Friday in Twinkville. It was <laughs> so um it was actually really fun to be amongst all the gays trying to find their uh their outfit for the evening in the eleventh hour. <laughs> it was encouraging and invigorating, like a sport. Black Friday in Twinkville sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> Sounds like a Black Mirror episode. (laughs) This is where the actual gayest moment comes in. Uh, I'm trying to figure out which of two outfits I want to buy for the evening. Um, And I went with what we figured was the less gay, which was a mesh tank top. Not (laughs) un-gay. But specifically (laughs) quite gay. The more gay of the two was like a really tiny crop that just kind of covered my nipples and it was um it had a hood on it but it was like a crop tank and it was oh dear it was like koi fish colored it looked like um a j joe lee outfit from drag race season five um i do think that i'm pissed that that was even in consideration but but please continue well i i couldn't decide they were both really cute and nick was like well what energy do you want to put out tonight because that one screams power bottom and this one screams a little more toppy and i was like okay so i went with the (laughs) toppy energy um you weren't ready to let your bottom flag fly yeah i was just feeling that that mesh tank mood you know brightly colored crop top with a hood does kind of say fuck me in this club bathroom like sure does there was none of that though but there was lots of flirting lots of dancing just making friends with like everybody around you know that feeling when like all of these strangers are united by the same sense of joy just like that i love that so much it was truly just such a great weekend um but can i tell you the very end of the night on my last night out i was making out with this really cute boy on the dance floor and um he goes away and i was like great that was fun he comes back up to me like 15 minutes later, like in my face. And he's like, I don't really want to make out again. And I was like, uh, well, great, because I didn't ask, motherfucker. Yeah. OK. Like I didn't. I felt fine about how this evening went. And now I feel unnecessarily rejected. Why on earth did you need to come tell me that? Oh, my God. Here's the other what option. Just don't make out with me again. Just don't don't do it. Do, do nothing. Anyway, oh. that was at like 2, 2.30 in the morning. And I was like, OK, you know what? Uh-huh. That is my cue. I've had a lovely weekend. I bailed. The next morning, 
friends, Aaron, Sam, and I had brunch. Skip the parade again because Lord knows I can never make it to the fucking parade. I would just rather have brunch with my friends, you know? I felt like I had plenty of gay moments mm-hmm. that weekend. Yeah, I like what happens after the parade when everything kind of, like, breaks up into, like, daytime parties. That's really fun. But, like, standing in a huge horde of people watching, like, all the floats go past and everything, it's not, like, the most exciting part for me, for sure. No, for sure not. Please tell me about your Mexico trip. It sounded amazing. Um, yeah, it was. It was great. So, you know, in true Cam and Mike fashion, um, I completely missed Pride um, this year, per usual. Um, I feel like most of the big Prides happened at the very end of June this year for really good reason. Like, I'm sure people were just waiting until the very end of the month to make sure they could, like, have as big of a party as possible um, with everything going on with COVID and, and things opening back up. But um, I didn't think about that at all when I planned this trip. So we went um, <clears throat> we went down to Mexico. Uh, it was Peter's birthday trip. His birthday was Last month, this was a birthday gift for me. Um, I planned this trip down to a lovely gift. this um, sweet little colonial town in um, central Mexico. It's not coastal. It's called San Miguel de Allende. And um, it was truly gorgeous. A friend had recommended that we go there like months ago. And then two of our gay friends from L.A. are like summering there. They decided to go there for the summer because um, both of them work remotely. And so I was like, this seems like a sign. Let's go see them, hang out, stay at a fun hotel. So we did that. And it was a great time. We uh, had a beautiful time walking around the city. Uh, it was it felt exactly like vacation, like walking around, shopping, boozy lunches, all that kind of stuff. Um, one night, however, um, this that weekend was Mexico City Pride. Um, so not there weren't a ton of gays in town, but uh, our friends that were staying there renting a place, they had met a bunch of people at a pride party the previous weekend. So they kind of invited every gay in the city over that was still in town, <laughs> everyone that they knew, over for like a late night party at their place. I smell a gayest moment coming. Is this yours? Yeah, absolutely. So they hosted this like beautiful party at this like pretty much mansion that they're uh, renting. That's a story for another day. It's this remarkable place that they've they've gotten for the summer while they're there. Oh, what a life. Yeah, it's amazing. It's got views of the city from the like like the rooftop and then there's this huge um, like yard with a big pool and just it's glorious. And so uh, we went out for dinner and drinks one night and some live music. And then we came back and like 11 o'clock people started just pouring into the house. And all of a sudden, like I turn around and it's like this twink parade of just like the most beautiful young people I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never felt like more, um, old. I don't want to say old and feel old <laughs> at all. I just felt like very adult because they all seemed like young to me, you know, mm-hmm. like they were like, like mid to late twenties, just really, really pretty. There was definitely the most beautiful, like twink i've ever encountered he was like this how dare you i'm the most beautiful (laughs) twink you've ever encountered (laughs) fuck off twonk at best all right i'll take it (laughs) this man walks in and he's like wearing a crop top he's with his like beautiful boyfriend um they were like very young and trendy and he had like hair actually very similar to yours i kept whispering to peter i was like i wanted to break up with his boyfriend so he can date mike that wait, was my wait, whole wait. goal of the evening. You have criticized me before for dating people too similar to myself, but you saw someone <laughs> who reminded you of me, and you were like, yes. Yeah, you- you were not alike in personality at all, but he was just like, he had kind of uh, like dark features, really curly, dark hair. He had like glitter on. He was wearing a crop top that his boyfriend had made for him. Like it all sounds very <laughs> over the top gay, but he like floated in like an angel. And I, I mean, I was fucked up. I kept like walking up to him <laughs> being like, you are the most beautiful person I've ever seen. He's like, stop it. Stop it. And then by the end of the night, he was like, no, really stop it. <laughs> I was um, like, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> a, that is like the best kind of fucked up where everything and everyone is gorgeous. Um, B, yeah, you must have been a fucking nightmare please please i've told you many times now you are just harassing me (laughs) 
Um, but these like Gen Z gays were just like so full of life and just really sweet. At one point, um, this beautiful man was doing uh, manicures at the bar. <laughs> like you would walk up to get a drink and he just turned around and he had a little container of bright silver nail polish and he would just like take your hand and slap it on the bar and start painting your nails. Honestly, that like, sounds delightful. <laughs> it was so fun. Everyone had silver nails by the end of the night. We had to buy nail polish remover at the bodega the next day. Like, do you sell this by the gallon? We were, Peter and I like walk in all kind of hung over and I'm like, point, I'm like the Q-Tex, please. <laughs> Q-Tex, por favor. Um, but we, yes, please translate the, the please. <laughs> we uh we just had a really really fun night it was like good music good vibes good people um there was one person there that um he was like a solid 15 years older than anyone else at the party which is obviously no problem like everyone ran the gamut it was kind of like everyone was welcome um it was there's you know gays straights and the like all around, but almost there were like two straight guys and a straight woman the straight okay. woman was the life of the party she was floating in the pool tits out like five minutes after she <laughs> arrived almost at a rove after she arrived um but this guy he like he came up to me and i was just like feeling so good i was on like cloud nine silver nails telling people they're gorgeous yep exactly and he he walks in and i was like hi i'm cam you know we're just doing the getting to know you thing and i asked him what he did and he was like very vague about it he was like oh i'm just a really like creative artistic person i do a lot of like body work and i'm a writer and i recently came back from an ayahuasca journey and i was like no absolutely <laughs> not this is a not bar. where i'm spending the next half an hour listening to your drug experience like right click God, force quit <laughs> i have <laughs> right click force quit i lived in la for too long to not know that that is a huge red flag and you will get stuck in hearing about that person's ayahuasca journey for the rest of the night no so, and like, you don't want to ruin you're obviously in a, a wonderful elated mood and so to sit exactly. there and waste it on that is a is a no thank mm-hmm. you so i was um i was i think i was polite about it because i was very chirpy but i was like oh that's very interesting anyway wandered directly (laughs) off in the other direction like i am not doing this with you do not engage absolutely not i'm very happy for people to like go on their own drug journeys and do whatever but like holding a stranger hostage with a story about like your crazy trip and the enlightening experience that it was is the most obnoxious party behavior i could possibly imagine oh my god actually can i tell you a very similar experience at the last the same bar where that guy rejected me um there was this Mm -hmm. really beautiful young woman i think she was like 24 it's mostly gay guys and at this place and she was telling me she's like well i'm i'm recently like figuring out my sexuality and i'm like bye and whatever i was like great we're chatting for a little bit i'm like chatting with everyone i like to be able to bounce around this lady was sure. a stage four clinger, and I was. Oh no! She was stuck. I kept being like, "I'm gonna go um to the bathroom. I'm gonna go to the bar." She's like, "I'll come with you." I was like, "No, I'm trying." No, no, no. social cues. I know. I just wanted to like, you know, I wanted to keep flirting and meeting people and having fun. And she was delightful. Did she want you to be like her gay Sherpa? Yes, exactly. She was like, "Let's find someone." Mm. I'm like, "Hey, you're in the wrong place." And I, I mean really unfortunate because literally right before this bar I had just come from a huge lesbian party like it was all lesbians and like five gay dudes I'm like damn you are at the wrong place but that's Ooh, honestly yeah. not my issue right now and I want to go have fun I just felt bad because she was like, sweet and like friend material but mm-hmm. like I was not going to be a wingman for someone's new gay sexual experience that night you know I just like wanted to do my thing come to me in July we'll have a drink <laughs> we'll talk this out right now there are cuties abounding and I'm going to go lick a stranger's face it was honestly homophobic what she was doing to me um 
Let me lick some faces and we will chat later. <laughs> oh, hey, that just reminded me of something. What? Um, I started watching a show. I don't know if you've heard of it before. It's called um, Generation on HBO Max. I <laughs> will slit <laughs> your throat and drink the blood. <laughs> I started watching it last night. Finally, I love it. I hate you. I've uh, screamed about that at least three different episodes if I said this. It's so good, right? It's so good. But the I'm so delighted by the homophobic daughter of two gay men. <laughs> she is the worst. She's I hate terrible. her so much. They they eventually lighten up on her and make her not so terrible. But yes, she's okay. really hard to swallow. Um, oh my god! But I was I was so tickled because like oh my god she sucks. But like what a fun idea the homophobic daughter of of two gay men it really is brilliant. Um, uh, they force her to go to the GSA meeting at school or else they're <laughs> gonna stop paying for her phone. <laughs> it's really great and it's a really fun like peek into that whole Gen Z life like the people at your party. Mm-hmm. Although I guess a little younger. Yeah. I guess I was not partying with high schoolers. I promised. I had this moment coming of you finally watching my recommendation because last night I did the exact same thing to you. I was like, oh my God, I'm almost done with hacks and it is so good. You should check it out. <laughs> and you've been screaming about hacks for as long as I've been screaming uh, about generation. At least we flip flopped. Um, and we're both enjoying what we're watching. Both um, super verse. I tried. I super verse. Yep. That's me. Um, I tried watching generation while i was working and there's so much like fun things that happen on screen i had to stop it i was like nope i'm gonna give this like the actual um concentration it deserves so i put my work away and i went downstairs and watched two episodes right in a row and i loved every minute of it i'm so glad you're finally watching it and enjoying it me too uh absolutely recommend i'm pulling a mic by recommending something i haven't finished yet but so far so good um, all right. Well, that's my only recommendation for the week, Mikey. Uh, anything that you want to recommend to the people? Yeah, this brand new show, Hacks. Do you know Jean Smart? Um, so she's got this like renaissance at the moment. And <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna get the journal, and I'll see you in a second. NYC. All right, all right, all right. It's November 18th, 2016. Where were we, bro? Welcome, Matthew McConaughey uh, listeners. We have Matthew McConaughey filling in for Cam for the rest of this episode. Um, it was the shittiest Matthew McConaughey impression ever. Literally just said the words that he said, didn't even try his accent. It's okay. We're not known for our impressions or accents here, I don't think. <laughs> what? <laughs> charity, charity, charity. Yeah, poof. Manja, manja, mozzarella. <laughs> Um, excuse me very much. <laughs> Please refer to Garth and Cam's improv hour a few episodes back. That was spot on. Oh, oh. I got him on the phone right here, actually. Hey, Garth? Yes, hello. <laughs> I'm glad to see you got that uh, tonsillectomy you've been planning on getting. Um, I'm just uh-huh. wondering why you, you weren't happy to bottom back in the day. Um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I hate my butthole it's very ugly <laughs> okay I'm, I'm gonna have to turn i'm gonna have to terminate this little experiment <laughs> i forgot when you were garth that was a special moment um so where were we we uh, were in the first half of november 2016 it was pretty dark donald trump just got elected and uh um my dad's trouble is bubbling up my mom's getting worried about it she asked me if i was gay it was pretty nonchalant and now i have just traveled to san diego for mick and kick's wedding week um where i'm gonna get a little respite from all this drama that i'm dealing with in new york thank god so here we go november 19th 2019 nope 2016 (laughs) 
Uh, you went to an arcade, mini golf, and ooh, Hooters bachelor party, Michael. Oh my God, I know it was all these straighties. Um, it Hooters. I don't know why. It just felt I, like a, a typical thing we had to do. Maybe this would be a hot take. I would rather you have gone to a titty bar because at least those people aren't masquerading as waitresses. Like if you go to a titty bar, like those people are out there like dancing for tips That's specifically. True. Whereas Hooters, I feel like people are getting like they're just being degraded um in the name of food service and tits and it is it grosses me out like much worse than a strip club also this was like the full group plus a couple of the dads and like some of the older guys and i know like at least kick the guest of honor here is vegan so what the hell are we doing at hooters it was like a right like iceberg lettuce with a side of breasts gross i don't know yeah maybe maybe it was just like socially easier to be at hooters with the uh parents than it would be to be at a titty club you know the elder straights yeah yeah all right. Well, I really, really don't care for this choice that you made. You made, and I'm gonna have to call kick after this. But we'll talk about that later. To be um, clear, I didn't make that choice. You went bar hopping. You had fun, but left early with Tom to sleep for bridal stuff tomorrow. I did all the things. I did the bachelor party, the bachelorette party, the bridal shower. The all, yeah. yeah, we were. You I had was, the most exhausting job of the weekend because you were there for like your friends with both of them and in the wedding. Ay, ay, ay. I made a, a wise choice, younger Michael, to go home early to prepare for the weekend ahead. Um, final line of this entry, Kick got locked out and puked on the porch. Oh, yeah. Good thing I fucking left early. Obviously, it turned into a shit show. Um, so <laughs> poor Kick. We had two houses rented because everyone's friends are from all over the country and all Kicks are from UK. Um, and so we wanted everyone to have a spot for the week to hang together. And Kit goes back to this house. He like drunkenly knocks on the door. All of his friends are inside, passed out. Nobody lets him in. He doesn't have a key. He literally slept on the porch. And like he slept outside, slept on the porch next to a little puddle of vomit. It was like a true oh no quintessential bachelor party. Um, I think oh I guess so. Poor dude. Michaela found him like in the middle of the night. Obviously, she woke up and was like, "Where the fuck is he?" And like goes outside and sees him there. <laughs> Do you remember um, like a few years ago in the journal when <laughs> Michaela was found in the front yard? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess everything comes back. Who does this girl belong to? <laughs> She's ours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, love it. Birds of a feather. Um, November 20th, you wore a suit for the bridal shower. Don't know why you had to put your wardrobe in here. Um, You said the shower was really well done by Michaela's mom. Yeah, I remember it being really lovely. Michaela's mom has never done anything less than, like, superb. She's one of those people that, like, anything she gets her hands on is magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's probably a Virgo. Um, Let's see here. Okay, just pat himself on the back. (laughs) You're the only guy, of course, at the bridal shower. Painting and wine, bachelorette party. Fun, but I'm getting tired. Yeah, you're partying every night. Um, oh, who's Irma? I honestly have no idea. What what happened to Irma? Okay. Well, she vomited on the table at the Mexican late night. Poor Jack had to clean vomit again at home. Oh, oh, oh. It's <laughs> and I clearly have atrocious handwriting. Irma. Who the fuck's name is Irma? Um, <laughs> oh, Irma's cute, though. Irma is actually kind of cute. It's good for like a turtle. I'm putting I, that on my list of future dog names. Oh, I, I think it's a turtle name, but I guess how often do we have turtles? Um, <laughs> it's a hard never for me. <laughs> so Irma is uh, one of Kick's friends from uh, from the UK. And uh, because everybody was like all a big group for the week, everyone just kind of did everything and we made friends as we went. So I got to tell you, vomiting was not like a great um, friendship builder. <laughs> First impression. Especially the way it happens. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so we go out. It was a pretty mild night. It was like painting with a twist. You know, you drink wine and paint. Oh. Um, and then we just went to a couple bars, wanted to go to some restaurants. Um, we end the night at like a all-night Mexican place, get a very long table. Things seemed okay. What is an all-night Mexican place? You say this like it is a thing that exists. Um, I don't know, like a diner but Mexican food? Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Anywho, um, we're at this long table where, you know, everyone can pretty much see each other. And Irma starts to, like, nod a little bit. (laughs) Her head starts to, like, doze. And we're like, oh, no. Before we know it, Irma just, like, perks back up, looks around, opens her mouth, and pukes all over the table, right on top of all the food that just just got delivered to the table oh no it was so tough everyone was like and because no one really knew each other all of a sudden everyone's like she's not mine i don't know her i don't know she." all of a sudden everyone divorced themselves from poor irma um the we like tried to clean it up so that you know we don't want the waiter hating us we just you know we were trying to make it as um the the least offensive possible so Uh we get it kind of removed irma sits back down and just starts um, eating the food that was not um, covered in vomit. And we're like, how on earth do you have the audacity to vomit on this table and then rejoin and start munching like nothing happened? It was bonkers. And not, um, I'm wow. not, not going to say a mood enhancer. <laughs> how do you say boot and rally in Spanish? I can say shoes and run. <laughs> Zapatos. <laughs> <laughs> Zapatos. <laughs> y what? Uh, correr. I think that's to run. Yeah. Okay. Great. Oh my God, that tickles me. Um. Well, Irma sounds like a mess. Uh. And also, this oh. guy had to clean up vomit again at home too. So did she puke or did someone else puke at home? It was her again because she, you know, zapato de correr. And so, um, her uh, husband cleans it up at home. <laughs> That's an episode title I ever heard one. She shoot and run. <laughs> great. Perfect. Anywho, nothing um, has ever been more elegant. <laughs> oh, I, I feel drunk. Um, Do you remember? Once upon a time when you and I were both at a wedding together and uh, our mutual friend got way too drunk and we looked over at the table and she was not actively puking, but like slowly, (laughs) slowly puking spaghetti. It looked like someone, you know, when you push Play-Doh, do you you remember that red and blue thing that you push Play-Doh through and it comes out like hair? (laughs) Uh (laughs) It was the grossest and most shocking thing I've ever seen at a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so gross. I wasn't there to witness it, but I sure heard about it. I mean, I was at the wedding, but I luckily wasn't in front of her watching. Never get that visual out of my head. Anyway, back to the journal. On November 21st, finalized speech for wedding and read it for Hannah. Other than cutting a couple of jokes, she loved it. (laughs) (laughs) I had to really tone it down. By speech, do you mean ceremony? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, that was like part, (laughs) part of the deal. Like I was making it personal, you know, um, but Mm -hmm. I think at a certain point, she's like, okay, listen, so this is their wedding. Um, So these, A, the jokes about you and uh, the really offensive things aren't going to, like, be great. They're not going to be super fun. (laughs) You know, I like to start with a lot of ideas and pare it back. (laughs) He comes in with a full observational, like, stand-up hour. (laughs) I had jokes written about their grandparents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, well, Hannah's a good sounding board, it sounds like. Um, you had rehearsal at gorgeous venue, then party and dinner in Vista. Lord, another party. The 22nd of November, it's the wedding day. Aww. Nervous and hectic, but it went so well. Cold, though. 
got lots of great praise. All <laughs> Again, said it's about I should me. Offici- <laughs> oh, here we go. All said I should officiate professionally. <laughs> Everyone was talking about it. Um, it is <laughs> uh, love so that. stressful, and it's something I will only do for like my dearest. But like, it is not a it's not a fun side gig. It's a lot of pressure to be in charge of what people consider to be the most important day of their lives. Yeah, no shit. Well, will you officiate my second wedding? It's going to be hard, baby, when I'm also the groom. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't like it when you say the words hard and baby when you're talking to me. <laughs> um, end of the night, you said you went to the beach with everyone. Yeah, very, uh, I don't know, quintessential end of night thing to do. Go walk the beach, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, on the 23rd of November, Vista for the day, watched Mick and Kick open gifts. Uh <laughs> that's always kind of one of those awkward things where i mean it's it's not awkward like it it's very people do that all the time at a a wedding but it's like um if i'm the one opening gifts i want to do that behind closed doors because i (laughs) i don't ever know how to like react you know like i don't want an audience for that personally totally it's very traditional though um had chipotle and played table tennis love it uh put jeep back together excuse me i'm sorry i did what now with who says put jeep back together oh Oh, 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 okay. Michaela's mom drove a Jeep and just like put the put the sides and the top and stuff back on it. I'm like, what on earth gotcha. is going to possess me to start doing mechanic work? <laughs> we we all knew that that wasn't the case. <laughs> you don't know me. I mean, you do very well. <laughs> uh, still getting praise for the ceremony. I mean, it was very good. You haven't seen me officiate a wedding. You want to watch a video? I've got it. Hold on. I'll send it to you right now. <laughs> oh played online doodle game at another house with all the brits oh my god one of those like everyone has it on their phone and it's like on an apple tv Uh uh-huh i've got that on ours it's really fun um watched black mirror oh my god what a downer for at the end of a beautiful day um november 24th thanksgiving oh my gosh this was a wedding and thanksgiving weekend yes i forgot that was i think intentional to like while family and stuff was all together they figured they'd just do that my goodness michaela's mom has got a lot on her plate because can you imagine throwing a full wedding and thanksgiving for whoever's in town that's what i was gonna say especially for someone like her who can't like she will not do anything that she's got to do half-assed it's all gonna be gorgeous so like that is just so much stress and work and i remember it was like can't Everything was beautiful, but my God, that yeah, that's a that's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. That woman is a fucking machine, though. I mean, cut to pool parties where she challenges people to <laughs> hold their breath longer than she can. Yeah, she's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> um, you said Thanksgiving was really nice to be all vegan. Got a little drunk at first, but then just tired. Uh, that's called Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Loved playing with Scarlet. Who that is? Oh, um, I don't know if I brought this up before that Michaela's friends with two of the winners of the original. Um, are you the one on MTV? Oh yeah, you have you have brought that yeah, up. Yeah, Scarlet is their baby. Um, oh sweet. She was very sweet, and it's uh, one of the first times I can remember enjoying spending time with an infant. She was like just old enough to kind of grab grab an adult's hand and like walk to wherever she wanted uh-huh. to go. She knew that like it didn't really matter yeah. who, just find any adult, uh-huh. grab the hand, and then she can do what <laughs> she wants. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised you wrote loved playing with the child. I figured that was going to be a pet of some sort. All right, we're going to get through a week. We have two more days here. November 25th, cleaned and said goodbye to many of the Brits. <laughs> I love that they're like their own pod. Excited to have no plans for the day, but getting super bored and a little sad. Super bored and a little sad. It's it's that the end of the, the arc of the weekend, you know, like oh, all yeah. the things you had to look forward to have now passed. And now you're like, oh, no. 
I know, but like it's amazing. Trump has been elected, and I have to go back to real life at some point. I've got no in between. I like I need to be hectically busy to the point of stress, or I'm bored. There's no like I can't just enjoy the things at hand. That's how I felt at the end of this Pride weekend. Like it was so fun, and I when I came home, I had that like you know that it's not quite FOMO because you didn't miss out on anything, but it's just like a little bit of sadness, like serotonin depletion, and like all right, what's what next? I call that a vacation hangover. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I know. Um, that's why so many of us need something to look forward to. You know, it's like that kind of like uh, that that promise of your next fix, <laughs> your next super <laughs> serotonin high. <laughs> yeah. Cut to us booking a, a week at Fire Island next summer in like a week or two. <laughs> um all right so you bought a hundred dollar pants at lulu for work what work were you doing that you required like high quality athleisure waiting tables and catering it's um they have those pants that are like they look like black slacks but they're Mm. basically yoga pants so they're flexible and comfortable and can get gross (laughs) yeah gotcha um i just bought a new speedo yesterday (gasps) um and i'm I, i i might return it i've returned every speedo i've ever bought because they usually divide my ass into four distinct cheeks and i can't stand it but um I saw it online. It looks really cute. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a try. I'm not gonna give up trying. I'm thrilled for you. It's I, the same speedo that I was alluding to earlier when I was talking about that influencer with his moose knuckle. It was oh. a really cute speedo, so I bought it. <laughs> you were like, I want a moose knuckle too. Um, well, I won't like arrange myself in that way. Like it was very clearly arranged, so you could see like dick print. You know, you'll also probably get an appropriate size and not like a size too small to really feature the peen. <laughs> feature the peen. <laughs> <laughs> i've never known you to wear a speedo i've never needed to wear speedo adjacent things but let me know how it goes yeah i like a little square cut um we've talked about this so many times i just i really want to be able to wear a speedo uh they usually are just too tight um and my butt can't like deal with that like really strong elastic across like it just like divides up my butt and it doesn't look cute huh we have kind of an opposite problem i don't have enough butt to hold up a speedo I would also like to wear one, but like from the front only. The back just becomes saggy diaper. We've talked about this. <laughs> I've got a lot of butt, but it's not like that like high and tight situation that, you know, like is like a, it's like butt like a rock. Like it's like uh, low and it's, saggy. It's, squishy. it's not low and saggy, you dick. <laughs> uh, my, my butt drops to the backs of my knees. <laughs> I knew a girl once who could, oh, um, she had a you know a voluptuous butt and she loved to share the fact and show the fact that she could jump up and down and make it clap the back of her legs but like an audible oh. full wow it was that's impressive very impressive <laughs> it's a good party trick um good party trick specific kind of party really um finishing up this week of the journal november 26th so cold you're in Southern California. Um, you wrote Tom making dinner as I write, feeling particularly lonely today, played fun quiz game on wedding. What? I'm not sure what this quiz game is, but we are a group that loves trivia and kick loves to arrange quizzes. So something along oh, there, I'm sure. Okay. Um, but Tom is, Tom is his, his... Tom's his best friend from Guernsey, who oh, right. I said many like moons ago during our... Yes, during my first cruise ship times, um, he's the one who gave us the name kick we had been calling him christian until then ah uh, right right seems like he didn't leave with the rest of the brits then he hung, hung around for a few days it's nice to slowly de-escalate the amount of friends so it's not like a huge mm-hmm. serotonin drop off you know yeah, absolutely i think that's why so many people myself included leave directly on the honeymoon because you want to go straight into something that is very exciting or else uh it seems really depressing i've known a few girls who've gotten married on a friday and gone back to work on a monday and that feels tough uh to me but yeah. like they wanted to save up their PTO to go on a honeymoon later, which is a very viable option. It just, I want it, like, I wanted it all right then. Very, like, immediate, 
you know, gratification. I want all the things all at once. I get it. Listen, that's been a week in the journal. Uh, we have some exciting housekeeping to get to, so we're going to call it there for the day. Capiche? Capiche, Uncle Jesse. That was his catchphrase. <laughs> yes, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> I didn't learn it from any of my Italian friends. Speaking of, this morning, um, someone posted something which got me going down a deep wormhole of Blake McIver Ewing, um, who played Derek on Full House, M- Michelle's little gay friend who sang Yankee Doodle Dandy. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> He is such a hot little flaming twunk now. I love oh, it. Yeah? His Instagram is fun. Yeah, he's got like shoulder length hair and he's wearing mesh and short shorts and just like really embrace the gay and it's very fun. What's his name? Blake McIver Ewing. My goodness. What a name. Oh my goodness. He is so cute. Oh my God. So gay. Oh my God. He looks good in a Speedo though. Sure does. 10 out of 10 would sniff that bulge. <laughs> I bet. I bet at least 10 and a half. Um, I... <laughs> appreciate that when he wears a speedo his ass is not divided into four cheeks it's something i hate about you oh fuck off hate you so much Listen, I think that we have a new segment that we need to um, we need to introduce this week, Mike. Um, we've been getting an increasing amount of listener mail, but from close friends and family. Um, and so that feels specifically different because these people know us personally, and we think they deserve their mm-hmm. own segment. So we're introducing a new segment just for our friends and family that we're calling a non FF. <laughs> And uh, if you know, you know. And if you get on Grinder, you know. <laughs> so anonymous friends and family feedback. <laughs> First, a quick one. Uh, a friend of mine was listening to last week's episode, and she said that when Cam mentioned hanging out with bears, and I said he buried the lead, she she did think animal bears right away. And we assumed all of our gay listeners would assume gay bears, you know, like. And most of our straight listeners, that's a pretty ubiquitous term. Exactly. I thought bears as like a subset of gay men was like pretty common, but apparently not. So a little education 101. Cam, can you describe what a bear is? It's basically the opposite of a twink. Yeah. The bear is the yin to the twink's yang. Um, A bear is usually, I would say, someone that is um, more mature, not old, but like probably 30 plus, um, hairy, uh, and like barrel chested to overweight. Um, not like not super, um, cut, but probably, um, like a big manly, burly, hairy man, usually with a beard. Um, and yeah. they're often always big, but can be different kinds of big. Exactly. They often cross over a lot into the leather community, but not always. Um, but yeah, a gay bear is like a, um, a, a probably, I would say they were the first of the gay animal tribes. Ah, okay. Anyway, I thought that was um, commonplace, but apparently not. So glad to fill in for our straight lady listeners. Little education. Um, Another straight lady friend that uh, is always quick to give us some feedback reached out to me and said, out of the blue, by the way, absolutely no lube to this comment. Just first thing in the morning. I have to respectfully disagree about finger sucking. It gets both of us excited and not just with my current partner, but he does love it. Especially if I'm seducing him. It's like, here's where this is headed. Or if his dick has been sucked and now you're already having sex, it's like a kinky reminder of that. Also, it's the thought slash feeling of having a (laughs) male, male, female threesome and he's in on it and it's okay because there's not another guy there. And I think guys like it too. (laughs) And I don't question it because we're all at least a little gay. So suck on my fingers. (laughs) 
Um, that's brilliant. I, I, sure, yes, enjoy your finger sucking. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like it, but you sure should. And, yeah. and go at it. Suck those fingers, Also, lady. yeah, that is, uh, like, the way that she describes it is quite erotic. It's just, like, not, like, in my playbook. And lastly, for the non-FF section, um, we heard from my friend who said that, in fact, you can douche with a bidet. And I was perplexed by this so i responded and i was like are you speaking about vaginal douching or anal douching and she was like anal you really shouldn't vaginally douche it's self-cleaning which i've heard many times although she does like to give it a good steam i read this message yeah she I does don't... do a v-steam oh what is a v-steam it's like a facial for your vagina just like you know um freshen cool. it up tighten up everything just like give it a little fresh faced look it sounds very pleasant actually um, read that message directly because i want to hear what she had to say specifically she said Vaginas are self-cleaning, though I do V-steam. That's a whole other thing, which we just talked about. To be honest, I don't know the bidet douching provides adequate cleaning for deep anal exploration, but if you sort of relax the sphincter and aim the jet, you can definitely get a good amount of water up there and then release it at your leisure. At least that's how it goes for me. Shrug face. I um, love that you right. indicated that she's British by saying leisure. Um, so <laughs> she's is... not British. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Um, I think that's great advice. And also, yeah, I mean, that would definitely be enough for like, you know, having someone, um, I don't know, root around down there a little bit. I think, yes, a bidet can clean you out enough for that kind of thing. But like, if you are going to get fucked by a big dick, you need to insert something high enough in you that you really clean out. And a bidet just doesn't... It, it can't without like without an object going inside you, the water is not going to just shoot up inside. You but know? I want to... I, I, Early in our podcasting days, when we first started talking about things like, oh, I don't know, douching, um, you are, you you speak so strongly about it. I just want to to bring out the fact that like I I'm with you. Like I like want to be 100 prepared. Like my like there are some people out there that are self cleaning ovens. I talked recently mm-hmm. to a person in Mexico casually. This is the kind of conversations that gay people have at the dinner table. Um, he is a bottom likes to like you know no no qualms about that it's what he likes he says he almost never has to douche and he knows when he does need to um so like nine out of ten times he takes a dick no douche no mess which is just like i think a skill like maybe a blessing but like we're talking for most people in order to feel like really confident and sexy that's what they do but it's not everyone that's a hundred percent true i think i'm speaking from personal experience that i don't feel comfortable unless i am Mm -hmm. cleaned for the gods unless unless that water is clear um And speaking of clear water and bidets, we have our very first ever giveaway. Uh, yes, it is time to announce the winner of the Lux Bidet. Thank you to everyone who entered, who wrote beautiful reviews. We really appreciate you. I really also love the fact that we got a few that said they coerced a fiance or a boyfriend into writing a review, even though they might not <laughs> listen. Um, it's fraud, and we stand by it. All right. Names in a hat, and I'm going to pull. Ooh, I'm excited. And the winner is... Melinda. She said, I already wrote a review a while back, so I got my husband to write one. Oh, one yeah, of the frauds. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. <laughs> she said, also, I want to say I love your podcast. The banter between you two is refreshing while charming. Hashtag never change. She attached her husband's review, and it says, great podcast. My wife is obsessed with this podcast. At least he's honest about it. <laughs> All I hear most days are her cackling to herself. When I finally investigated, I learned it was this podcast she was dying at. Keep up the great work. Um, thank you, Melinda's Aww, husband. That's a sweet straight man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, Melinda, we will contact you to get your info and get this bidet sent your way. Thank you all so, so much for uh, participating, and we'll uh, we'll do it again sometime. That was fun. And if you run marketing for an exciting brand and want to give away things on my best friend's journal, yeah. shoot us a line. This is fun. We'll do this anytime. <laughs> Lastly, before we wrap up this episode, a couple quick things I wanted to share from other listeners this week. Um, from Andrew, he wrote us a nice message explaining that Talkspace... Um, he found isn't always as good as BetterHelp. BetterHelp specifically has a section uh, to help you find queer therapists. It's called the Pride section, I believe. So he just wanted to shout that out. I'm pretty sure both of those platforms sponsor podcasts. (laughs) Free advertising. Free giveaway. (laughs) We are giving away the website address to (laughs) betterhelp.com. And the last thing I wanted to share was last week we were talking about bearing down while bottoming, and I was a bit incredulous about this, but we heard from... Andrew Ramos1121 on Instagram, we said, okay, so how could y'all not know to push out helps you bottom? Either you guys are total tops or you are straight guys pretending to be gay. Well, one of those seems more likely than the other. Um, JK, LOL. At least now, at least now we know why Cam gets butt migraines. Push out. It helps. Listen, I don't think that's common knowledge. That is like the first time I've ever heard that advice given. And I've had a lot of conversations with gay people. In case that's unclear. <laughs> no, it's clear, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know what to say to that. I guess give it a try and well I'm not gonna report back. I don't want anyone to know how that ends, but I'll be interested to see. <laughs> All right. Bear down. Got it. Noted. All right, Mikey, that just about does it for this week. Um, listen, I'm not going to shill for reviews this week because y'all did so good. Thanks again for that. But if you want to find us online, you can visit our website at mybestfriendsjournal.com or look us up on Instagram at mbfjpodcast. That's right. Or send us an email at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. And until next week, my friend, always remember, if you don't want to make out again, you just don't. You don't have to come tell me. <laughs> Listen, Mike, everybody's got a jet ski. Miami. Everybody's got a yacht. Party. Everybody's got a pool boy. Yummy. Everybody's got a horse. Nay. Everybody's got a billboard. Times Square. Everybody's got a vault. It's locked. Everybody's got a stalker. Uh Uh-oh. Everybody's got a horse.